You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. If you would, for a subject matter, write this down. Uh, two sights. Two sights. Will you say that out loud? Two sights. Now, from the front to the back. Two sights. Amen. We're talking about two sights. Um, we live in a, a dichotomy, and you've heard this before. And if you've been with us any length of time, we've taught this over the years, or you know this by now, that you live or that we all live in a dichotomy. That's two worlds simultaneously. There is a spiritual world and a natural world. And whichever world you spend the most of your time in, that world will have the greater influence in your life. Now, B.C. or before we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have uh, been accustomed, shaped, fashioned after this world's culture, this world's system. That's why uh, Paul encourages us that once we're born again, that we're no longer to be conformed, fashioned after what? The culture from which we come or the world. So consequently, uh, once we come into the body of Christ, if there is no renewing of the mind, although I'm in the kingdom, I will never be of the kingdom. Now, when Jesus was praying uh, to the God the Father, he made mention of how we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Now, notice how I flipped it. You can be a Christian and be in the kingdom, but not of the kingdom. To be in the kingdom is to be in the kingdom and still operate with that natural mindset, with that natural sight. But to be of the kingdom is to become a part of of the kingdom. In other words, when I am of the kingdom, when I am a part of the kingdom, I see things through my spiritual discernment, spiritual deception. So even now, you don't see Rex per se, but I see my pastor, my seer, my man of God. But if you are in the church, oh, he's just like me. Therefore, I can't receive what's on him because I I am seeing with a different set of eyes. So there's two types of perceptions. But as a believer, you want to make sure that the eyes that you, the lens that you see through is those spiritual lenses, your spiritual eyes. So you want to see things through the eyes of the spirit. Are you with me? Second Corinthians says this, 5-7, if I can get God's the good news translation. For our life is a matter of faith, not of sight. For our life is a matter of faith, not of sight, which indicates that the believer walks with a different set of eyes. We're not moved by what we see in the natural. Now, throughout this teaching, when I say sight, I'm referring to the natural. When I say spiritual eyesight, I'm referring to the spiritual things. Are you with me? So notice what he says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For our life, can, can I say something? This is for the people who are serious. Who's like, at that point, 
point where you like, man, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm, I'm, hold, hold on, hold, hold on. Man, I'm, I'm tired of this nonsense. I, I mean, I, you know, the, the way I've been living, the way things have been going, man, I, I, I'm ready for something new. Who's that? I know it's at least three people in here saying, Pastor, you know what? I was just meditating on that this week. As a matter of fact, I already got my list out. There's a group of people that I'm about to disconnect from. There's some places I no longer want to go. All you have to do is just change how you see things. You're just a shift away from being in that place where God wants you to be. Now, this is important because destiny is waiting on you. Boy, that's, ah. You were predestined. See, there, there are some desires that you thought you wanted to do. No, those are desires that God placed in you before the foundations of the world. You don't want to be a physician just for the sake of being a physician. No, there are people in that arena that God is going to use you to bring into his kingdom. You don't want to be a teacher or a lawyer or a, a, a firefighter or a policeman or a judge or whatever. No, 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 no. You don't want to get into in the, in the I'm talking to the believer now who's looking through their spiritual lenses. You don't want to get in those arenas just for the sake of status. No, those desires God put in me long before my mama and them got together. So it's important that I see things through the eyes of the spirit. Now, I'm coming to you from a viewpoint of, of, of having a revelation of who God is, who I am, and how I am to relate, listen to this, as a participant in his kingdom. You have a purpose for being here. <laughs> Apostle Paul uh, prayed this, uh, and it is my prayer. This is found in Ephesians 1, 17, 18. When you look at someone and say, you need a, a revelation. That's what, you, you need the light to come on. You need to see some things. As a matter of fact, before I go there, let me show you something. Romans 8, 5. Notice I said earlier, you can be in the kingdom, but not of the kingdom. The person who is in the kingdom and not of the kingdom is the person who is still allowing themselves to be governed by natural perception. That old man. Look at Romans 8, 5. Those who live as their human nature tells them to have their minds controlled by what human nature wants. Those who live as the spirit tells them to have their minds controlled by what the spirit wants. Again, whichever world you spend the most of your time in, that world will have the greatest influence on your perception. Why? Because what I hear affects how you see. <laughs> how you hear, yes it does, affect how you see. Let me come whisper prime example. You been a victim, anybody ever been a victim of gossip? You never met me. But because of what she said, you already done prejudged. That's why when we finally meet, you're like, girl, you lied to me. He is nothing like you said. So it's not always good to go such somebody said when you haven't found out for yourself. But this is Apostle Paul's prayer, and I do this for Shekinah Glory Fellowship Center. This is found in Ephesians 1. Listen, man, you, you need to see something today. 
Romans 1, 17, 18, that the God of our understanding, now I'm just laying a foundation here because there's going to have to be some things that change. Because when you understand that you have destiny, there are three things that's going to have to change. Your relationships, your finances, and your thoughts. So you, in other words, you, you're going to have to change how you conduct yourselves relative to relationships, how you handle your finances. And you have to guard your thoughts, man. Man. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you, listen to this, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That he show you something. That he unveil some things. That he disclose to you in the knowledge of him. The, verse 18, the eyes, the, the, the eyes of your understanding. In other words, that inner awareness. Being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his, of his inheritance in the saints. Will you say this, Lord? Open my eyes that I may see. And the reason why some have been stumbling over this, over that, is because you have been walking through the lens of the wrong set of eyes. And how many of great relationships have we aborted, forfeited, all because I was lending my ears to people with obscured vision. This is good. Just trying to help. Because I know you're tired of living out like you're living. I'm just talking to a couple. Everybody else already arrived. But I'm talking to that man, to that woman. Said, man, I'm tired of living like there's got to be better. You ever said that? You, you, Lord, I'm saving, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled. Life's got to be better than this. I look around. All my friends got this. They have that. So it has to be something much better than this. 2 Kings chapter 6, if I can get verses 15 through 17, New King James Version. <clears throat> this is uh, uh, when Elisha traps the Arameans, um, when the king of Aram, uh, or he was at war with Israel, and he would go in and confer with his officers, and, you know, he would, they would mobilize. He'd say, we would mobilize our uh, uh, forces such and such place and such and such place. Then immediately... Elisha would tell the king of Israel what the king of Aram was plotting to do. So it got to the point where the king of Aram, would be, I mean, he got, I mean, angry, mad, and demanded among his own, who's the traitor around here? Which one of y'all telling them our next move? And one of his servants said, listen, it's not us, but Israel got a prophet Woo. That's why I said, man, it's some good nuggets in this. You, you need to go read this in your leisure. He said, man, they, they, they got a prophet that even in your bed chambers, in your secret place, the Lord is telling him things that you plan to do. So he says, go find this man. So they find him in Dothan, and he sends his army, and they surround the city. So this is what we, I just gave, I'm just catching up to as verse 15. So this is what happened when Elijah's servant, the man of God who walks with God's messenger, God's prophet. So he's seen the prophet declare things 
and God moves. That's why it, it amazes me. Oh, God. When you don't see your pastor decree something, prophesy and it come to pass and speak this over your life and it comes to pass, then all of a sudden you, you, you forget. <laughs> so now all of a sudden you're nervous. Are y'all here? And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, and, and, and oh, read this, an army surrounded the city with horses and chariots, and the servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He's afraid. Pastor, they call him, what shall I do? And you know what? See, I'm telling you, we hear from God. But hearing from God, it, 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 you know, I need something deeper than that. Pa I called Pastor, and he told me, don't worry about it. He don't understand my situation. Let me tell you something. If my seer says God says, that's good enough for me. Now, if he give me his, op his opinion or her opinion, I may be weary, but, but if, 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 if I know they know how to hear from God, honey, if God told me to sit down, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit still. These are just little nuggets throughout the text. He answered and said, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Hold on. Look at verse 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord. See, I've been praying this. Lord, give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Open their eyes to what, what we are doing. Are you here? Open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord did what? Oh, in other words, he had a revelation. Then let me read it. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Are you here? Of course, then, you know, uh, he, he prayed that he would strike them with blindness and make a long story short. He led them to the camp of Israel. And when they got to the camp, they was like, listen, y'all want us to destroy them? No, feed them jokers. Send them back home. <laughs> You can't touch Gaza. Well, that, that's a whole nother message. But look, notice he prayed. That this is what I want to show you. That even though we're in the kingdom again, doesn't, just because you are in it doesn't mean you are of it. And you can walk alongside somebody and still not recognize the anointing that's on their life. Are you here? Notice or what they're trying to do. Just like, can I use an example? Real life. With this building that we're about to build. See, when I'm in the church, you don't take all that. But you didn't say that when you bought your house, though. Why, why we need to do this? Why we need to do that? Watch this. I, I just don't understand. You know why? Because you're looking through the wrong set of eyes. That's why a person can support any other activity. But when it comes to kingdom, that's too much. That's just a nugget. We know that this joker could see, but he was operating through the wrong set of lenses. Two sights. He wasn't even discerning by the spirit, this God that he walked with. There's more. See, see, see you don't see them now. Well, in the natural, but there's angels encamped around about you, me. And they guard us in all our ways. So that's why I'm not nervous when I'm on my motorcycle. I'm not 
threatened when I'm in the car. Why? Because angels are encamped. Matter of fact, you could be walking and get tore up. So, so why walk in fear? When you see, when you know who you are, you live in peace. You're not walking around afraid. I'm afraid to fly. Not when you know who you are. See, when you have spiritual sight, the Lord's holding his plane together. And because I'm on it, we're going to arrive to our destination safely. Let me stop yelling. Ah. But see, when you're in the national, oh, girl, you felt that? Ooh. Then you go to praying and all that. When you know who you are, Lord. You lay back. Let me know when we get there. Ain't worried about a little turbulence. I'm used to that. God got this. Is he yelling? I'm a teacher. Let me calm down. So it's apparent uh, that the joker could see. Uh, he was just looking through the wrong set of eyes. He didn't have a revelation system more. <laughs> Are you here? I just, want, can, I just want to give you a nugget since we're in the text. Listen, recognize who you walk among. If I've walked with my prophet, he's declared things. She's declared things. Man, this, this is nothing. When you walk, when you're looking through those natural lenses, this is a nugget. That's Rex. I'm going to use me. Rex has nothing for you. It's not about Rex, Kenyatta. It's when God called Rex, he anointed Rex. Hold, hold up for the position in which he called. So it's not an arrogant statement or being prideful, but it comes with the office. It's, that's why, we, again, when we give you wisdom, I'm amazed at myself, the things that God will say through me for you. Couldn't learn that in school. Can't learn it in books. It comes with the office but the person who's in the church but not of the church in the kingdom but not of the kingdom just sees you as a mere man and they make erroneous comments like he a man this just a nugget because somebody may need to hear this just like me yeah but i am a man just like you but i am a man who has an anointing for the position that god the judge that you sit yourself down when they walk or stand up when they come in the room is a man just like you. But you stand up because of his position. The man with the uniform on standing in the middle of the highway who holds up his hand and tells you to stop is a man or woman just like you. But because of their position, you slow yourself down and you stop. So why is it when it comes to the kingdom, we always want to look at our man of God, woman of God, through the natural. And that's why, man of God, a lot of people can't receive what they speak because I don't receive you as a prophet, as God's messenger. That's why there are those of you, you, you know, you'll, you'll do something. And we, and you know why they receive? Because they receive us as they, they recognize the anointing. Well, he spoke that I still ain't got it yet. Rex told me I was going to prosper. 
Rex spoke that over me three years ago. But you know why? You still, because you didn't recognize the, uh, boy, this is, I don't know who this is for. Nobody in here, there's about seven people watching this live that this is for. Y'all got it. Aaron, Miriam was the same way. Let, let me show you. See, see, some of that stuff is internal. Because they were mad at Moses. This is number chapter 12. They were upset at Moses because he married an Ethiopian woman. Hold up. There was no law against marrying an Ethiopian woman. So it was deeper than that. Who do you think he is? God, God just don't speak to him. He speak to me too. Okay. And the Lord heard it. And what did he say? Listen, there's a prophet. I speak in visions. But my servant Moses, I taught him face to face. See, the, 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 the office warrants the respect. Y'all missed that. And now he, he, yeah, that's your brother, but he is also your leader. Okay, y'all. Ma Ma Matthew 10 41 says this. Uh, then, then too, here's, here's a good uh, place. Uh, never become so familiar with your leader uh, that you no longer recognize the anointing on their lives. That's just a nugget. Matthew 10, 41 says this. If he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet says receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man reward. What is the reward? The thing that they declare over you. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.